Hi friends, welcome to the Relationship 411 podcast. I'm Jennifer, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids, a podcaster, world traveler, Netflix watcher, yoga doer, fashion merchandiser, and an Instagrammer. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly your relationship with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you in this journey we call life. Hey friends, welcome to today's podcast. So today I want to talk about reinventing yourself. And I'm going to just talk about some ways that we can do that and just some times in our life because I think there's a lot of times that we have the opportunity to reinvent ourselves. The first one I was thinking of going to college, and I actually have a son going to college, and we've been having a lot of conversations about this because he didn't particularly love high school, and he wasn't very involved. And honestly, like anyone that has gone to high school in the past few years with the pandemic, like it has been hard and difficult, and we've been isolated, and it just, it was a really awful time. I think hard time, different time. Um, had a lot of different challenges or going to college. And so I was just talking to him and I was like, you know what, you can really be whoever you want to be. And things that you may have struggled with or not liked about yourself or want to do different, like this is the perfect opportunity to put yourself out there and to become the version of yourself that you want to be. And so I think going to college, I remember myself going to college I moved from Colorado to Idaho to Rexburg, Idaho, and it just was, I just remember it being such a great time because, first of all, I had come from a place where there was maybe 10 LDS people from my church that went to my high school, so I had different values. I was different, um, let's say, but then I went to a school where everyone was my same religion. And that was such a different dynamic. I actually thrived, and I loved it. I thrived being around very little members of my faith growing up. That was an issue for me, but it was just so interesting to have that different uh, viewpoint. So I think going to college is definitely a place to reinvent yourself um, when people move. And even—so I'm actually moving right now, and um, even though I'm moving in the same city— Um, about two miles away from my house, I feel like I can kind of reinvent myself. I'm going to be going there as a divorcee, a single mom, so people don't necessarily know my former husband. They will know me for who I am in that house. And so I'm kind of excited about that. I can be me as opposed to, oh, you're so-and-so's wife or so-and-so's mom. And um, so it's just interesting to—so I've really been thinking a lot about this. When you get married, and I've been thinking about my daughter who just got married. Now she went from being single to now she has a husband, and that's a whole different dynamic. And now they're going to reinvent themselves as a couple, a married couple. What does that look like? What are we going to do? Who are we going to be? When you have a baby— And for me, when I had my first child, I went from working full-time to becoming a stay-at-home mother 
in a day. I like literally worked until the day before I had my baby, which I was thinking, why did I do that? I should have like taken a break for a second, but I didn't. And so I went from working full time to being a stay-at-home mother. And that was actually extremely hard for me. And I'm sure I've talked about that in a few episodes, but um, that is really a change. And so figuring that out can be a challenge, but important to do when you get a new job. And for me, the last thing where I'm reinventing myself is now I'm divorced. So what does that look like? And I'm going to say, I don't know what divorced feels like necessarily because I don't, I envisioned like I would feel something different and I don't know if I feel divorced. I definitely don't feel married But it's just been an interesting few months because, I don't know, I just kind of feel the same. And I was envisioning I'd feel a lot different. And maybe if I was dating or doing something like that, that might make me feel more divorced. But anyways, I just know that my husband is no longer in my house, my former husband. And so it's just been an interesting thing. So I've really been focusing on, like, who do I want to be? What do I want to do? And really, that's the question I think is good to ask yourself is, who do I want to be right now? Right now, in my situation, what do I want that to look like? And I think asking yourself that question is so powerful and writing down, like, what does that look like? Um, I was thinking of different things, like, what kind of, like, I have a car. Like, do I want to have a clean car Do I want to keep it clean? Do I want to always have like, as a mom, like sometimes like we have all these things that we just keep in our car for emergencies or whatever. Like what what kind of car do I want to have and how do I want to keep that? Um, My house, I've been really thinking about my home. So I bought a new home and I'm remodeling it and I'm painting my bedroom purple because it's my favorite color. And why wouldn't I paint it purple? But I don't think if I was married, I would paint my bedroom purple because I would think like, oh, that is more of my favorite color and I would have to consider my spouse. So I think, do I want to have a clean house? Do I care if it's messy? How do I want to deal with my clothes and my dishes and all of that? And I think Sometimes we don't even think about it. We just let life happen to us, and we let our house be something that we don't necessarily love. Like for me, I want to walk into my house and feel peace. So how am I going to do that? I like to have maybe a candle burning or a smell throughout my house that smells good. I want to have flowers. Um, That's important to me. So just thinking about those little details of what you want your house to feel and look like. And I I like to go by the feeling. I don't necessarily care necessarily about the look. And I was thinking bizarrely as I was driving to record this podcast, like if you've ever been to Hong Kong or China, they really do not care what their house looks like. Like it's like a room and they fit like six to eight people in like most people in America's like like a 500 square foot place and they live there. So they don't necessarily, um, the aesthetics of it, but what they always have is a place to worship their dead ancestors. And they have like a rice bowl and, and I, I can't think of what the word is, but it's like a shrine. 
of some sort. And that is the most important thing in their home to them. And they have oranges and incense burning. And most homes have that in their house. They're not necessarily interior decorators. They're not having, you know, but they always have like their grandparents and family members that have passed away. Like they have a a spot in their home and no matter what size, what it looks like, they have that in their house and that is important to them. So what is important to you? Is it family pictures? And I've been, I must say, I haven't had a lot of family pictures hanging in my home and in my new home, I realized like that is something important to me and my kids. I want them to remember different experiences that they've had in their life. So I'm going to make sure I have a wall that has family pictures and that has pictures. And so they can look like, oh, yeah, I remember when we went to Disneyland that time or to um, Fiji or Africa because we've traveled a lot. And so I want them to have that connection And so I'm going to be more intentional in doing that. Um, Do you wake up early and exercise or meditate or do you like to sleep in? And I think it's so interesting because when you reinvent yourself, like for years, I was like, oh, I'm a night owl. I don't like to wake up early. Honestly, now I wake up early. I'm like up at 630 or 7 every morning and I feel so amazingly productive that I don't know why I didn't do that before, why that was so difficult, probably because I was up with babies or whatever, because I still, now I'm up with teenagers and college kids that don't like to come home till one in the morning. But for whatever reason, I easily wake up every morning and get so much accomplished and I exercise and meditate and write in my gratitude journal and do those things that that's who I want to be right now in my life. And so you get to decide because sometimes we label ourselves. Like I was thinking a procrastinator. And I think I would have used to have labeled myself a procrastinator, but no one is a procrastinator. Like you just, you can decide not to procrastinate anymore and change that. It's going to take, you know, a lot of time and energy to really retrain yourself. But you know, you're not going to the doctor and they're not going to do a blood test and say, oh, you're a procrastinator or you're a night owl. But I think we tend to label ourselves or you're funny and you're not funny. You're very positive and you're pessimistic. So sometimes pay attention to what you're calling yourself and do you really want to be that person? Do you want to be the thing you get labeled for? Because you can change that, I promise. Also, what you eat, how do you want to eat, what you read, what you listen to, what kind of music you have playing in your house. And for me, like I've been really trying to (laughs) listen to the music my children like to listen to, and I'm struggling, even enjoying it. But I'm like, okay, surely I can find one song from this rapper or I don't even know the names, but I try to at least try to find something positive because I want to connect with them. But I think as a mom or a dad, the head of your household, you get to set the tone of your house. And what do you want that tone to be? When people walk into your house, what do you want them to feel? And you get to decide that. I think it's important to be conscious and intentional when reinventing yourself. 
really pay attention and really think and write things down and decide ahead of time so that you can practice that. And it's a habit. And obviously, you're not going to reinvent yourself all at one time. This is a process, and this is going to take time. And this is how we can succeed. We can be so much more successful in life is when we're open to the possibility that we can change and do things different. Because when we're more open, we let opportunities come to us. And I've seen that over and over again. When you're closed off, it's really hard for things to happen. You feel like everything's happening to you instead of everything happening for you and everything's working in your favor. Really pay attention to your thoughts and are they serving you? Because when we're thinking negative thoughts or things like, I can't do that, that's never going to work, I can't afford that. And I was thinking like flowers, like I want to have fresh flowers in my home. And there are lots of ways to do that that aren't that expensive. And so you don't have to have a dozen roses. You could just buy a few and put them in a vase, and it just brings so much happiness, in my opinion, and light and beauty into your home. You get to decide what you want, and don't let anyone else decide for you. You can try new things and then really pay attention to learn what you actually do want, because sometimes we let society or other people decide for us what we want or what we should want. Sometimes people think like the bigger our house, the better, or you have to have this type of house or this type of car or wear these kind of clothes because that's what the magazine says is in style. And it's interesting because I work retail a few hours a week and different jeans, people have a lot of opinions about jeans And then there's the boot cut, the skinny jean, the wide leg jean, the anyways, and the short-waisted, the high-waisted. And so people will come in and be so frustrated because they don't want the new style or whatever. And I'm like, it's okay. Like, you can wear whatever type of jean that you feel comfortable in because then if you're trying to wear something that you're uncomfortable in or doesn't look good on you only because it's in style— It's just not going to work for you. So sometimes we get caught up in like what we think is in style, what the stores are trying to push us to buy. But if you don't want to wear that, you can totally wear whatever you want. Part of the process of reinventing yourself is deciding what does your future self want and then write those things down. Um, One example I was thinking of, if your future self wants to lose weight, what is your present self doing right now to do that? Are you dieting? Are you exercising? Are you, you know, just eating whatever you want? And pay attention to that and also look to your past self. Do you have evidence in your life that you have lost weight? And if you have, what did you do? And then you cannot lose weight and get skinnier if your present self is eating whatever they want and not exercising. So I think it's important to pay attention to what your past self did, what your present self is doing, but what your future self is going to drive you and motivate you to change. 
if you want a Mercedes, a convertible Mercedes, which is something that I think would be really fun to have, what is my present self doing to make that happen for my future self? Am I saving money? Am I looking to figure out how much that costs? What, what are the steps I'm taking so that I can have that? Um, if you want to travel, what are you doing now? Are you planning a trip? Are you saving up money? Are you doing those things now so that in your future, you can go on that vacation? And I think, so as you're trying to reinvent yourself, just write those steps down, things that you want to do. And I wouldn't do it all at once. I think if you are in an opportunity in one of those things that I said, it doesn't matter. You can just decide right now, like, hey, I'm 46 and I'm in a rut. What's something I can do? And just choose one thing that you can start doing now that your future self is going to be really grateful that you did and that you can start deciding the path that you want to take so that you can be a better version of yourself in the future. I know it's hard sometimes to do this on your own. And so sometimes it's nice to have a coach to help you. And if that is you and you would like some help, I would love to help you. Please email me at jennifer at relationship411podcast.com And I'd love to talk to you and help you in this process of reinvention. If you want more relationship tips, email me at jennifer at relationship411podcast.com so you can get on my email list. And also you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at relationship411podcast. I promise to give you the 411 about relationships so you don't have to call 911 for yours. 